Welcome to Culture Couch, a pop culture podcast. All right, we made it through a whole season. We did. Of a show. We made it through a whole... I have actually watched so much TV in the last little bit. I have finished The Wheel of Time. I watched The Witcher. Um, finished Hawkeye. Hawkeye. And maybe that just feels... That is a lot for me. Three shows in like three weeks. That's Well, that's and those are like hour-long episodes too, so it's not, you know, short. Yeah. I was actually thinking about this last night. It feels like TV right now is at kind of a... Not a I don't want to say a peak, but just like a really good yeah tv there's three really good tv period. right now yeah yeah if you want to watch tv uh kelsey's been watching this show on netflix that i've watched on and off but not tons it's called hannah it's on amazon it's actually really good from oh, what i've seen have you seen the movie no so it's based or i think it's a spinoff or it might have been like a reboot but they did it in a series i'm not sure but there's a movie that came out years ago like i think it came out in like 2010 2011 it's really good but it's about like this girl who was trained to be an assassin essentially yeah it's basically what these are but they do have genetic modifications yeah she's genetically altered so they're like faster smarter yeah but they're not they can't like fly or anything mm-hmm. they can just do everything we can like normal better. humans can just better yeah they're like super soldiers essentially but not like they can't lift a car but no they're just better just better yeah. uh anyways but that is on amazon which is another show we're going to talk about today mm-hmm. it also oh. feels like we haven't recorded in forever but it's because we kind of took a little bit of a break for the holidays we'll be back to our regular schedule probably after the new year or do we want to do it first week of january yeah first week of january that sounds good um yeah wheel of time finale so okay i really liked it the finale and i really liked the season overall Mm -hmm. i am kind of mad because i feel like matt was supposed to be more important and yeah. We just didn't get to see what ended up happening. Well, with they that. showed him again in the finale. We got yes, to see him one more time. A glimpse. Uh-huh. So yeah, where there was that issue with the actor and he had to get recast. I don't know how they're gonna do it. But yeah, overall I really did like it. Um there was that one episode, which I think was this episode before the finale, yes. that I just didn't care about. I didn't feel like the story really progressed up until Rand was like, It's me, I'm the dragon. Which Turns out he actually is the dragon. Is he though? Kind of. That yeah, that's the thing too. And I'm still convinced that all of them it's it's in a part of all of them. And who someone was talking about it. Was it the ogre guy that was like they've been or was it the the one guy who was, was posing as the kite seller? Yes. Or the lantern seller. And he was with the two phase at the end. Yeah. He and was he like, was, You think I came to your town just to sell stuff mm-hmm. all those times? No, I was watching you. Yeah, he's like, There were five of you all in one town. What like, why do you think like that doesn't happen? Yeah. So, and he kind of said that it is split between all five of them, but in, we don't really know what, how or why or what ways particularly. Mm-hmm. I, and he, I'm not convinced he destroyed the dark one. No, completely. No. It's also very fantasy to almost destroy him and then have them come back. Yeah. Uh, at a later point. So that's a very fantasy storyline mm-hmm. typical cliche but so i'm not convinced he's gone i think he just seems so powerful because he had that stone that moraine gave him 
Yeah, the like where if he channels it, it'll like magnify his power by a hundredfold or yeah. something. Yeah. So since he had like a good amount of power, it was you know it was, it's going to make anybody stronger. Yeah, make anyone stronger. But I just I'm not convinced that he's gone. I'm not convinced that he's Rand the only is the dragon. dragon. He's the yeah. full dragon. Well, because it just seemed so abrupt. That's one thing that I didn't like about it is uh, all of a sudden Rand was just like, "It's me. I'm the dragon." First of all, how do you know? Yeah, and like. I don't know. And then Hamoy Rain just like hopped on the bandwagon and was like, sure. All right, let's go. And I don't know. That just felt really out of character. It did. It almost seemed like she was having like a borderline breakdown as they were going through the forest though. Yeah. Like she was very much on edge. And I'm wondering if it's because she disconnected Mm -hmm. uh, from her ward. Yeah. And I don't know, but she lost her power. Yes, she did. Because he then found her and then was like, okay, it's time for you to reconnect now. Like stop fucking around. And she's like, yeah, about that. I can't. Yes. Yeah. He took my power, which is really fucked up because Moiraine's a badass. but I, I don't think she's going to have her power gone forever. She's too powerful for that. I don't think so either. There's always that typical, like they lose their power. So for season two, she might not have any power. She might, by the end of season two, she might find it like some way to get it back. Which and then season three will then spiral her on a, a quest to get it back or something. I would agree. I think book two is called the great hunt or something. Hmm. I've heard that the books or the show has greatly deviated from the books. Yeah. And it's caused fans of the books to be torn because there's a lot of fans of the books who really like the show. And then there are some that really hate it. And they're finding that like a majority of people who haven't read the books that just watch the show really enjoy the show, which that's, that's me and you, we haven't read the books and we love the show. Kind of how it happens. I've actually, I'm a believer that people that watch movies or shows and then read the books will be happier in their life mm-hmm. than the other way around. Ready Player One is a great example. Everyone I know that read Ready Player One and then watched the movie hate the movie. Yeah. If anyone watches a movie and then... See, I saw the movie first and I loved the movie. Yes. And then you will love the book. Yeah. You will love both. You'll just be like, I like both. The hard part is, is most books are out long before the movies ever make it. And so you don't think about it. Yeah. Except, you know, there's those random ones like The Hunger Games. I saw The Hunger Games before I read the books. Watched the movie and then immediately needed those books because I needed to know what happened. Yeah. And by the time the first one came out, I think all of the books had come out. And so I ran home. The next day, I like, went and bought all of them, and I read them all in like two weeks. Them. Yeah. So I, I will, I do, I do see a lot of people being upset about it, mm-hmm. but they're going to deviate. And I don't, I don't know what changes they made. I just haven't like really cared to look up the differences or whatnot. I know there's just a lot of plot things that they changed with a lot of the characters, especially the five. Um, well, um. Oh, I can't remember his name. The guy that talks to wolves. Uh-huh. Supposed to be really small. Like short. Like a little guy, and he's this massive dude. Yeah. Like, I think- also, by the end of the show, I'm not a fan of him as an actor. He's a very weak actor. He got worse, I feel like, every episode. Yeah. Like when the more screen time he has, the worse he got. Which is fine, because he's probably really new, I'm sure. But I still he still has a really good presence about him that I kinda like. And I I really like the character and I wanna know why he can you know communicate with the wolves why are his eyes gold like i want to know all that there's a couple times in the last two episodes where every time he talked i was kind of like what is happening to you Mm -hmm. because usually they get better Mm -hmm. right like or at least stay the same but i feel like he's definitely gone backwards which has been a disappointment um 
Also, that battle was pretty sweet. Uh, like outside the yeah, yeah, that was really cool. And how the one, uh, I don't know what her name was. She was only in one episode, and then she's the one that didn't have a stone in her ring, yeah, but-, but she could channel a little bit. And then it was really weird because it was like when they when she gathered all the women who can channel. There was only like seven of them. She started linking them all together, but was drawing their power from them. It was almost like she wanted to do that. And she was like, this is the only way we can survive, which it was kind of true because they held them off really well. But she was like almost addicted to the feeling of being able to use that much power. Cause she's like, I need more. I, I think she got addicted. So I don't think her intent was to like steal their power and to harm them. I don't think that was her intention. But then at all. once I think she started feeling their power, she was like, this is great. Yeah. And I, this is all I want. And mm-hmm. she just, and couldn't stop. Yeah. And then she, it caused the power to burn up one of them, the one older lady. And then it started to burn up Egwene and Neneve and herself. And then, well, Neneve got all burnt up and then, but was able to stop it. And then she ended up dying. And then Egwene was all that was left. Who Egwene is probably my favorite of the five. And then Egwene healed her. Yes. And then Egwene healed her, which I thought the whole time that Egwene just could channel, but didn't have that much power. But I'm starting to think that Egwene is, she just hasn't been given the opportunity to use her power that much. I will. I think they're holding her for next. Yeah. She's just a late bloomer, I think. But I really like Egwene. And I still am, I feel the same way about Nynaeve. She, her character is just too standoffish for me that I just don't care about her. But she's also really cool. Like, she's really powerful, and she does really cool stuff. And Mm -hmm. I agree with a lot of her moral. Like, she's come this far to not, like, trust anybody. That drives me nuts. Like, okay, obviously these people don't have bad intentions for you, so... Why are you still so like unwilling to trust anybody? But who knows? They haven't really explored her backstory yet, so we don't know what she's gone through. But she's just she's not my favorite. Her lack, her just constant like everyone's out to get me all the time is uh-huh. just getting a little old. And I'm so a little I bit annoyed that, that uh, what's his name, Lan, the warder, Moiraine's warder, ended up like hooking up with her. Oh, like yeah. you could have picked any other woman in this show except Neneve, but whatever. Neneve is gorgeous though. She's a very pretty woman. So I can see why he would fall for her, but she's just so reserved. Like she's just too quiet. Like, yeah. And they're just, which isn't a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with being reserved, but she just doesn't allow anybody in. And so I feel like it's hard to relate to her as the audience. I don't know. They're going to have to, that's just how I feel. Adjust her next season, I think. Mm -hmm. Or just explore her backstory and show us why she is the way she is. Because otherwise, if they just keep going with this character, like, she's just not that relatable. I really hope next year gives us more backstory on, one, the phase. Because they're fucking creepy. The phase. The all teeth things. Oh, the eyeless? Eyeless. Why do I call it a phase? I don't know. I think phase is actually something in The Witcher. Yeah. The, you're probably just mixing them up. Yep. It's very hard to watch the two at the same time. Because I kind of started to think that the elf queen lady was in El- or the Wheel of Time, but that is the Witcher. And oh, she's, so you're getting... Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of hard to keep that straight. Uh, the Eyeless, though. I want more backstory on like how they're created. What they are. What they are. Yeah. And then the guy who we've seen twice, episode one, he was selling kites or stuff uh-huh and, and episode then he was, two he's stealing a box of important stuff like or he don't not ep- episode two but the episode end. eight the finale yeah he's like stealing the horn which is like 
Um, he said it was the horn of something, and it's meant to be used by the dragon for, like, a last resort kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just curious, like, who is that guy? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to know more about him. I feel like he'll play a bigger part. Yeah. Loghain. Where the hell was Loghain the whole time? I felt like there was this big buildup of, like, oh, Loghain this, Loghain that, the last dragon. But, I mean, he wasn't the dragon, was he? No. Do we know who the last dragon was? The the last dragon they showed him in this episode. The one that was like 3,000 years prior? Yes. Yeah, okay. But it also kind of looked like it was the future? Yeah, because there was like hovering vehicles and stuff. Yeah. Which was really cool. So, you know, to see like, oh, so there's it's, different. It's it almost as like it restarts over. Yeah. Like it literally, like when the. When the wheel turns the, again, it like. The dark one destroys everything and like humanity starts from scratch. And until so that's the dark why now one it's like back. this kind of primitive lifestyle that they have. Yeah. Like medieval kind of. That's, yeah. how, that's how I think I'm interpreting that. Mm-hmm. It could be. You could be right. But I think that guy was the last dragon. Okay. I think. That makes sense. Um, yeah. But all in all, though, I'd say I'd give the show, if I'm giving it a score out of 10, I would give it an 8 out of 10. I think I would actually go 7. 7? There's a couple things I don't love. I When you have five people that are supposed to be your main characters mm-hmm. of... Um, like the Actually, I think I agree. I'm being a little bit too generous. I think I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 as well. That's not a bad score, though. Out of that five, uh, Ran kind of bugs me. Yeah, Rand was a whiny bitch the whole time. You have the other dude. I can't remember his name. Perrin. Perrin, kind of a weak actor. Becomes uh-huh. kind of a weaker actor. But interesting, because he has things about him that we don't know yet. Yeah, like, there's potential. Um, Nynaeve is just so dry. Yeah. Egwene, Egwene is probably the my favorite of all of them. She has the most heart. Yes. She, I feel like, got a lot of screen time. She, uh, we got to know her as a person. She's very nice. She's very personable. Great acting. Very good acting. I don't know her name, which is really sad. But yeah, she's incredible. So she's got like a good character and she's good at acting. And mm-hmm. then Matt, who disappeared. So that's just going to be a mess for next season. So like, yeah, we have one of those five is solid. That's kind of rough. I think the acting in general is actually really is. It's very good acting other than Perrin. Because Nynaeve, her acting is really good. And maybe that's the point. Is she supposed to be this way? Because she's selling that, like, very guarded, very, If that's how you know, she's supposed to be, she's killing it. Yeah, which I'm assuming she is. It's got to be. There's got to be a reason why. Tell us why she's like that. Yeah. And then, but I would say all the, out of those five, everyone has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, Lan, Moraine, all of the... The Aes Sedai, all, all of them have been great. Insane. Yeah. The White Cloaks. Mm-hmm. Like... They've only been in a couple scenes, but they are terrible people, and they've been great in yeah. the scenes they're in. And then that one kid who was with the Tinkers. Oh, yeah. The one, like, I don't remember his name either. But he seemed like he was going to come back around, too. Like, yeah. he, I don't think they're done with his character. So, like, everyone's everyone that's not one of the five has been amazing. But that mm-hmm. five is a little weaker than it. Than I think it should be, because it was circled, or the show was all about them. Yeah. But the more interesting characters were the ones who were not a part of the five. Yeah, which is kind of sad. Yeah. And that's why I would rank it a seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pacing. I didn't care for the pacing. There were a lot of episodes that I felt like they just they stayed in one place too long. Granted, I don't want them to pull a Game of Thrones and rush that shit because we all know how that ended up. Um, but yeah, I am excited for season two. And when it comes around, I will be very, very excited to watch it. 
I agree with you on the pacing. There's times where there was slow that it didn't like, it was like, can we speed up through this? And yeah. Not speed up the other stories, but pull in different story that would have helped move, like help us understand the world a little bit. Yeah. So because that world is so big, I feel like already, like they need to do a lot more world building, but at the same time, it's kind of hard to throw all that in the first season. I feel like the second season, they might dive into that a lot more because they don't want to just throw out or throw in all this world building in the first season to make everybody like that's, that's just really hard to sell and hard for everybody to get invested in. Like you need a good plot point. You need a good conflict to get everybody hooked. And then you kind of can start exploring that now that they've got their audience. I think season two will be more of that. I think it'll be more of that. The dark one will be gone. So there'll be more like internal conflicts. Mm -hmm. And then I think we'll start seeing like the dark one come back in season like three or four. Yeah. Because there's obviously like a lot of issues with the Aes Sedai. Mm-hmm. Like the there's they, a lot of issues within the Aes Sedai for yeah, like sure with each other. Yeah. So I think those we'll have to see some of that resolution. And then like those white, like, I don't know why the Aes Sedai aren't hunting down those white cloak dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, maybe they don't really know who they are. Yeah. And they're just disappearing one at a time. That was one thing that when Egwene came back and she said, I brought something back for you. And she brought out all the rings and Moiraine just took them and was like, oh, okay. Like, why wasn't she demanding? Like, who are these people? Like, these are my sister's rings. Like, we need to do something about this. Yeah. You know? I don't know. And maybe that's kind of... I think they're red Aes Sedai. They're more of the bounty hunters of them. So maybe... Because I think she, like, said something about letting them know. Like, informing the red and letting them fix it. I don't know. Um, the people at the end that came in on the ships. Oh, yes. Yeah. So who the but hell are they? Yeah, there's that whole thing. Like, yeah, there's definitely like yeah. the dark one might be gone, but there's some which they can channel, and they're also all women, but they have like different uh, clothing, like very um, like they're definitely a different group of like a, yeah, they're like a whole country, and it says like I think it's like the far eastern shore or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like way it's out. somewhere else. Yeah, they're coming from somewhere else. Yeah, and, and they like channeled into the water and caused this giant tsunami to come up and rise and go towards this village as this little tiny girl is watching it all unfold as she's playing with her dolls. So I, we've talked about how much I love natural disasters Uh and that was probably one of the best visuals of a tsunami. Well, just the scale because they had that girl standing there just staring at it and it was like massive. And it just looked so clean. Like it looked so real. You know that, I mean, this is Amazon's most expensive show. That they've done so far. I think the Lord of the Rings will then... Lord of the Rings will become that. But so far, or to date, this is the most expensive. They put a lot of money on special effects. Technically, they've already started spending money on the Lord of the Rings, but it's not out. So as far as produced shows on Amazon, Mm -hmm. this is their most expensive. Yeah. But Lord of the Rings is going to pass it. Yeah. When is the Lord of the Rings scheduled to come out? Do you know? Sometime next year, I think. The first season. But it's, It's in filming, and they've already done... I think they've signed contracts for three years... I hope they don't mess that up. It's a pretty big endeavor they're doing. They got so much money involved in that show that it can't be. I I don't know. I sometimes think it makes it worse when you get that much money involved because like the next game of Thrones, like season they're dropping looks terrible. Uh, yeah, but also I don't think they're showing all their, uh, what they've got right at the beginning. I don't think, I think they know better than that. Yeah. And they know that they fucked up. So, well, HBO didn't, but the writers did. 
because HBO wanted two more seasons and the writers were like, no, we're done. Yeah. So I think HBO is going to be like, all right, we can make this show, but you guys need to make sure that it's not shit. Like I, I have a little bit more faith in it than, you know, than me. Than you. Yeah. But I'm still not going to be like, I'm not counting on it being some amazing game of Thrones sequel or whatever, but it's not a sequel. It's a prequel, but you know what I mean? I just sometimes feel like they'll, Throw a bunch of money at it, make it look cool, but there won't make be it all flashy. But there's no substance, and yeah. just hoping that like the brand will bring in audience. And mm-hmm. I'm worried that that's what Amazon is going to do with Lord of the Rings. I don't know. They've been working on this for a long time. They, they announced have, it like six years ago. It has been a big endeavor in the making. And the other thing is, Lord of the Rings. Um, they only have had three movies. Yeah. So it's like and then uh, the Hobbits and the Hobbits. But I mean, the movie amount. Of, First, how big that universe is. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of story to be told. Yeah. Uh, so I think they have a and lot if to they, work And with. if they do it right, Lord of the Rings has such a huge fan base that that will dominate if they do it right. Oh, yeah. So, like, see you later, Game of Thrones, or House of Dragons. See you later, Wheel of Time. Like, Lord of the Rings is here. Sorry. Lord of the Rings, it's it's big. Yeah. And it could, it could kick some ass. Mm-hmm. I think Wheel of Time... It has potential. Has potential. I could see season eight, season two being like an eight or an eight and a half. Like yeah. I would not be shocked. I think it will definitely get the season two treatment as well. We'll we'll see even better things coming from it. Like the special effects in season one were pretty solid. I think everything's just going to improve from here on out. I mean, we're seeing it with The Witcher. Season yeah. two looks way better than season one. Oh yeah, and season one was like pretty solid, but season two is much better visually for sure. If you think about it, next year we're going to get. Uh, House of Dragons, Wheel of Time, The Witcher Lord of the Three, Rings, and Witcher season three. Yeah, that's a lot of fantasy. It's gonna be a big year. We asked for fantasy, and <laughs> and we're gonna get it. Let's. I'm I'm hoping it's gonna be good. Um, but yeah, do you have anything else you want to add about the Wheel of Time? I want to discuss this, but I might save it for our Witcher because I don't want to spoil anything in the Witcher. Okay, and there's something I noticed. I don't want to spoil Witcher for anyone because I don't want to put any spoilers in for that. So uh-huh. we'll save my thought for the Witcher. Our Witcher episode. Witcher Are we going to do one mini episode, mini slash a little bit longer mini for the oh, whole thing? Yeah. Okay. That's probably a good idea. We'll do that. Just so everyone that's been watching the Witcher, when you see that episode come out, just make sure you've watched the whole Yeah, you'll have time. That'll be like two weeks by the time the Witcher has been out. That's plenty yeah. of time. If you haven't seen it by then, that's your own fault. Um. But our giveaway is still going. So we're just going to remind you all again, you have until the 31st to get us entries. And that is, you can enter by following us on Instagram. You can enter by sharing our podcast and tagging us on Instagram. You can send us a question for our Hot Ones inspired episode. Um, And then what was the fourth? There was a fourth way for them. Oh, uh, recommendations for a topic. Yep. Um, all of them are one entry, except if you, uh, share our podcast and tag us on Instagram, that's two entries. Oh, actually no questions are two entries as well. Yes. Yes. So yeah. And you can cap at 10 entries and then you can win a Yeti, a custom culture couch Yeti little tumbler. It's pretty cool. So yeah, we are hoping that we can get some, some more questions in. It'd be fun. But other than that, I think that's all we have. We have nothing else. Uh, Hope everyone had good holidays. Yes, season. hope everybody had a good Christmas, those who celebrate. And uh, 
next you'll hear from us hawkeye yep it'll so, be hawkeye and then uh, we'll get back to our schedule then, in yep, january then we'll get back to our regular schedule and we have a fun episode about that one so yes stay tuned thanks for listening bye everyone